Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about season one of Preacher. So season two is just around the corner, uh, starting June 25th. So I'm going to sort of be summarizing this. If you haven't listened to one of these before, basically what I do is explain give the the cliff notes version of season one of preacher to zach um you know so if you haven't seen the show before and want to know what it's about i can get and try it with season two i can give you a little bit of information of that it's definitely not to go episode by episode scene by scene break everything down but i'm going to try to let you know the important characters and storylines that you might need to know if you want to jump in with season two sounds good okay um so, Preacher is obviously based on the popular Vertigo comic by writer Garth Ennis and artist Steve Dillon, which had 75 total issues. Um, it's been adapted for for television. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are among the, the creative team that did that. Um, and it's on AMC, which means it can kind of do whatever it wants to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's a channel that you can do whatever, basically whatever your advertisers will let you get away with. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more, but, uh, season one aired in the summer of 2016 for 10 episodes on AMC, uh, and the official synopsis, just to sort of give you a, a high level overview of it. Uh, I think it does a pretty good job of summarizing it and giving you an idea of what it's, what you're in for, uh, based on the popular cult comic book franchise of the same name, Preacher is a supernatural, twisted, and darkly comedic drama that follows a Texas preacher named Jesse Custer, who is inhabited by an angel demon spawn that causes him to develop a highly unusual power, the ability to make people do his bidding with just a word. Once the power attracts the attention of two mysterious angels, Jesse, his badass ex-girlfriend Tulip, and an Irish vampire named Cassidy are thrust into a crazy world populated by a cast of characters from heaven, hell, and everywhere in between. That might be the craziest synopsis i've ever heard for a show (laughs) yeah and and i'll give a quick uh non-spoiler sort of summary and overview and sort of tell you who might be interested in this um but just an idea i think it's it's very interesting if you uh, made me laugh a long time ago when if you go to the preacher wikipedia page and look at genre it is drama black comedy supernatural horror and action (laughs) <laughs> it kind of has everything in a, a very irreverent way. So obviously with preacher, you would expect something religious related. Uh, so Jesse is the preacher. Um, and if you want to, if you are offended by a preacher doing some morally questionable things, um, maybe it's not for you. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily done in a way that, that is offensive in that way. I think if you if you find it a, uh, offensive from a religious perspective, it's more of like the big picture story of what they're telling. And if you know where the comic goes, it's more offensive in that way than in the individual uh, parts of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in terms of it, this is for it's it's very dark and very violent at times. Uh, but it is a well-made show. It's it's arguably one of the most well-made shows out of all the the DC shows we talk about. Uh, there's obviously not a bunch of crazy special effects, superpowers, or anything like that. Um, but it 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 visually looks good, and 
And, um, but essentially it's a, it's a small town preacher who in the first episode gets the ability, they call it the, the word of God. So basically whatever he says you have to do. And what's interesting about that is it's very literal. So whatever I, you know, whatever he tells people to do, they do exactly not (laughs) what he was meaning to tell them, uh, but what he actually said, which can be very, um, uh, very, uh, darkly funny. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's, uh, an episode in the comic or an issue in the comic where he tells someone to go screw himself. If you, if you, if you want an idea of, uh, of what you're in for. Um, so it's that it's, it's very dark. It's, and I think it's got some of the, some of the best individual moments of, of any TV show out there in terms of individual moments. It is a little, um, you know, big picture story-wise or what are they trying to do? There's some, it's sort of, it's almost, to me, it's more of a collection of many great moments. Um, and it's a little slow, I would say, you know, there's a couple episodes where a lot of things happen and then there's three episodes go by and you're like, did anything, anything important happen? Uh, Mm. it moves slow, which it sort of gives a small town feel, but it also, it seems like they're just, uh, biding time because season one as a whole is kind of a prequel to where the comic begins. Uh, so basically the the comic begins where season one ends. Um, any questions about this so far, Zach? Uh, but there's only there's only ten episodes in the whole first season, correct? Right. Okay. So even even in a ten episode season, they they have they make time to have a, a maybe a little bit of a slower pace, which is that's kind of cool. It's I, I like shows that take their time to tell the story to tell it in the right way. So yeah, um, there's definitely some give and take with that, and that's uh, they definitely do establish a lot of backstory. Um, getting into spoilers now, uh, there is. So I, I will spoiler warn you if you don't want to, if you want to go rewatch season one, um, uh, it kind of, there's a lot of story, but it kind of doesn't matter because only three, three, the three main characters survive, um, <laughs> from the season. So they introduce a ton of interesting characters. There's some great characters, uh, in this small town and it's, that's nice to see. Um, but uh, you know, season one ends with the town basically exploding and Jesse and Tulip and Cassidy, who is a vampire going out on a road trip, uh, sort of oblivious to the fact that it's blown up. Uh, so some of the characters, um, Jesse early, early on learns his power. Uh, he, he's got this one parishioner who's, uh, uh, really complaining about everything with his mother. And he says, well, you know, he's, he's finally forces it. He says, you know, go to your mother, open your heart and, uh, tell her, speak your truth. And he goes to a retirement home in, in Florida, I think, and tells his mom everything. And he takes a gigantic knife and rips out <laughs> his heart. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, it, it can get pretty violent at sometimes, can it? <laughs> yeah. Very darkly. Uh, it, sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's very dark. Um, Dominic Cooper is Jesse. I think he does a pretty good job. He's a he's a good actor. Um, the character is kind of, uh, uh, you know, he has some up and up and downs. And I think one of the complaints of my complaints with Preacher is I don't know who I should be rooting for. Yeah. Um, because even the 
the best characters do some very morally questionable at best things and it makes it kind of hard to root for them yeah but that, that seems pretty typical of like dark comedies in general is there's there isn't one perfect character one perfect hero that you can say oh yes they're they haven't done anything wrong they deserve to win or do well yeah that's that's fair but i would like um someone who i at least seems to be a good person and trying yeah. to do the right thing uh because in the show even some of the char- the side characters who are likable uh seem likable for a while then they do some things that are just sort of unforgivable and um you know make it hard to root for them yeah um, but, but Dominic Cooper does a good job with what he's act, asked to do. And he's a really good actor. Um, Ruth Naga is Tulip, who is, uh, Jesse's old, old girlfriend who they've worked together before, but they, uh, are separated and we get some of that backstory. And Cassidy is the third one who, you know, they're sort of going on this road trip together to start season two. And we see a lot of time. He's a vampire. He is an old man and a vampire. Uh, he, he's a really charming guy, but also very morally questionable. Uh, he's, he, he can be quite a bit of fun. Um, so are there like a bunch of other vampires or is he the, the only one that we know of so far? Uh, he's the only one that they've, they've shown. Okay. Um, so, uh, another character is Eugene, uh, Arseface. If you have, have seen pictures of him, he, uh, he tried to kill a girl at school. He missed uh, and just put her into basically a, a sort of a brain dead coma. And then he tried to kill himself, but also missed and just deformed his face. Um, he's actually one of the most likable characters from the comic, <laughs> if that gives you an idea. Um, and so he sort of, uh, there's a, a bit of a cliffhanger with him because in, episode six or seven towards the end of the season um jesse gets frustrated with him and tells him to go to hell oh and he just disappears um jesse tries to find him but doesn't uh so he's one of the characters who could survive um but we don't know where he is um there's also the saint of killers who is um tough to describe but he is sort of uh, we get backstory on him and get him developed a little bit. And one of the, the interesting side characters, uh, just of note from season one was Odin Quinn cannon, who is played by Jackie Earl Haley, who's just awesome and everything. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a, a local businessman. Um, and we get a lot of cool things with him, but he's of course gone now. Uh, but like one thing in particular was Jesse telling him to serve God. Which seems great, you know, turn him, have him serve God, you know, make him a better person or something, right? Odin uh, views it a little bit differently because he does not believe in God, so he can't serve him. So he's he, he works in the meat meat business, so he decides to serve the God of meat, the <laughs> God of what is tangible. <laughs> um, so it's it's kind of fun how you see the, the limitations of Jesse's powers. Yeah, and the unintended consequences. That that seems like that could set up a lot of funny and also bad consequences that you can't even think about. So yeah, that's that's a really creative uh, kind of plot device. I, I like that. Um, so essentially, season one, 
um, the end of it is Jesse sort of trying to find God. And so he, he's got this device from an angel where you can basically voice chat to heaven. <laughs> um, this is how season one ends. And they talk to this guy and it turns out he's not God. Uh, it's tipped off when he picks his nose. <laughs> so, um, it, and it turns out that God is missing from heaven. So season one ends with the town uh, Jesse and Tulip and Cassidy want to go off and find God and sort of get answers from him. And meanwhile, the town just sort of blows up. This small town blows up. So all of those interesting characters are gone except for the main three, basically. And Eugene is somewhere, but they Eugene, don't know where. Eugene and the Saint of Killers are out there somewhere. Got it. So it is nuts. I'm not doing, I might not be doing, but that's essentially where it picks up. The, the, the comic starts with the road trip. So on to season two, it's been renewed for 13 episodes. It debuts on June 25th at 10 p.m., which is a Sunday. And then it's a two-part premiere. Part two will be June 26th, that Monday at nine. And that's going to be its regular time slot, Mondays at nine. Awesome. So any other questions about this show, Zach? No, this just sounds absolutely crazy and nutty. Uh, it, I think I'm, I might have to check it out. <laughs> it is absolutely crazy and nutty. And sometimes it's great and, and sometimes it's kind of uh leaves you scratching your head but um i should say critically i think this is the best received uh, and i think people a lot of people like it more than me so i don't want to sound like i'm down on it but this is critically like the best received tv show you know out of all the dc related stuff oh cool all right well that is all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.